The holidays are a joyous time for some, but for some of us, it's about survival. Straight up, you just want to get through. But today, I want to talk about surviving, nay, thriving during the holidays. So let's talk about it. When it comes to surviving the holidays, I think it can be categorized in two sort of buckets your body and your mind and your spirit and your mental. So we're going to talk about those two things. But first, we're going to talk about surviving the holidays and feeling good and getting to the other side, not feeling exhausted, strung out, burnt out, you name it. And this is where I need the most support personally, because it's so easy to indulge. It's so easy to over schedule yourself. It's so easy to do all of the things that don't make us feel good. And it's important that we understand that that's going to happen anyway. I'm not here to tell you don't do those things. What I'm trying to empower you with is the things that you can do that will help sort of balance and tip the scales back in your favor. And if you've been listening for any length of time, you know what I'm going to say next. And that is you need to consider balancing your blood sugar. That will save you this season. And the reason being is, you know, getting sleepy after meals, having really bad hangovers, um, just feeling overall sluggish and like not easy to get along usually has to do with what's happening with your blood sugar. There's other things at play. There's liver health, there's gut health, but those things, you know, you're not necessarily going to fix your gut during the holiday season. Honestly, I would not even endeavor to do so myself. Um, but blood sugar is something that you feel meal over meal, day over day. The results are very, very quick. And so what you see during the holidays are so many people that like save themselves, quote unquote, um, for the holiday meal or for the party or for the food. Don't do that. It's terrible. That's terrible advice. It's a terrible idea. What you want to do instead is you want to make sure that you eat balanced meals. So you never want to do the whole save yourself, not eat all day, save the calories, because if you do that, what's going to end up happening is your blood sugar is going to be low and all over the map going into the dinner party, into the party. And then you're just going to make bad decisions and you're going to get too drunk or too sauced and you might, you know, embarrass yourself. But aside from that, you're going to have a terrible night's sleep and you're going to wake up the next day and you're going to be in the churn of the holiday exhaustion. You'll be in it. Because what if you start that way, if you start off at the beginning of the holiday season and you aren't taking care of just like that, those little things like getting enough sleep, balancing your blood sugar, eating enough food and eating nutrient-dense food over this time, you are going to pay for it. You are going to come into January feeling like I mean, part of my language, you're going to feel like trash. You're going to feel like garbage. So don't do that. Have a delicious, solid breakfast within an hour of waking up. Make sure that you have a really good lunch. Make sure that if, you know, it's a party and it's not, it's like a cocktail party, make sure that you eat something substantial before you go to this cocktail party. If it's a dinner party, you know, take some apple cider vinegar or, you know, eat a little just like snack snack appetizer, snack appetizer, if you will, before you go so that, you know, right when you get there, you can have a drink. You can indulge in a drink without knowing that you didn't, knowing that you ate something. And so it's really just about planning ahead. Because if you do that, you are going to be mindful to, again, make sure there are moments in your day, even if it's a day where you are going to like blow the lid off and have a crazy party, that you still had some nutrient dense food, you hydrated throughout that day.
Another thing is you don't want to go to bed hungry. What you do and what you bookend your parties with is really what makes the difference. I am never going to give someone the advice of, you know, don't party. Don't do it. Like, don't go to that thing. No, I'm a very social person. I'm an extrovert. So I'm going to all the things. I'm just making sure that I'm going to those things. And I'm doing a few things before and after to ensure that the next day I can still function. You know, we don't want to rob Peter to pay Paul over the holiday season, meaning you don't want to rob tomorrow's happiness for tonight's enjoyment. You can have both. You can have your cake and you can eat it too. So don't go to bed hungry. That's another thing that's really important. So set yourself up before you go out. Make sure there's a big glass of water by your bed. Make sure you have some like leftovers or something that you can eat that has protein, you know, healthy fats, has some fiber, some good carbs that's going to hold you over the night and um, sort of like offset the natural blood sugar messery that happens when you drink and when you go out and like and you party just what happens. And so instead of just being like, well, I guess I'm not going to go out. I'm not going to have a good time. No, have a good time. Just make sure that you eat something when you get in. So again, having something prepared in the fridge that you can just eat really quickly. That's why we all want, you know, the greasy spoon um, after the bar. It's because our body's like, yo, give me something. Give me some fats. Give me some proteins before you go to sleep so that I don't, you know, fight for my life overnight. So that's something that you want to think about. And also you just want to be hydrated. Nobody wants to be thirsty in life just in general, but especially over the holiday season. You want to make sure that you are waking up and as soon as you wake up, first thing that you do is have eight to 12 ounces of water. If there is apple cider vinegar in that, amazing. If there's lemon juice in that, amazing. If there's something to boost it, I'm all I'm all here for it. That being said, just hydrating. If you are someone who forgets to hydrate, set reminders in your phone. One when you wake up, one maybe mid-morning, another at lunch, another mid-afternoon, another at dinner time, just so that it starts to become a habit. Habit only becomes a habit if you do it repeatedly. And if you forget to do it, you're not doing it repeatedly. But if you set reminders and actually stick to those reminders, then it will soon become a habit you don't have to remind yourself of. But during the holiday season, it is uh, super important to be um, hydrated. I mean, I just think in life, it's super important to be hydrated. So one thing about it is the drinking and the booze will get you. But it's the late hour and the lack of sleep that will absolutely kill you. I came to this realization maybe three or four years ago that it was, well, I mean, it, it was the alcohol. But aside from that, it was also the fact that you're just keeping such late hours. And that's, again, part and parcel with the holiday season. We are being social people. We're going to parties. Sometimes we're going to two parties in a night. And that might mean that you're out late. But make sure that you catch up on sleep where you can, like doing like back to back to back to back to back events where you're just like getting to bed late, waking up early is going to, honestly, that's going to be the kicker and the thing that really takes you into January feeling completely burned out. And so catch the Z's where you can take naps, rest during the week, um, you know, say no to the most boring invite. I used to go to the opening of an envelope and then I realized that I wasn't missing anything by not going to the things that I like kind of didn't want to go to. So, you know, being, you know, 
mindful that rest is important during this time as well. Yes, it's go, go, go. Yes, the pace is frenetic. But if you can bear in mind that being rested means that you can enjoy yourself more at the things you do go to, um, then, you know, it just makes taking some time makes sense. Look, I love a party. I love an invite. Please invite me to all your things. I will be there. That being said, um, if your invite isn't as compelling as the next, I might not be there. And the last thing as far as surviving the holidays and feeling good in your body as you sort of go through this very festive time is to move your body. And I get it. Taking a 75-minute berries class might not be in the cards. I mean, it's never in the cards for me, but if it is in the cards for you generally, it might not be in the cards during this time. You're busy. There's things to get to. You might have to work, you know, through lunches or whatever to be able to, you know, go out and enjoy your time. I don't know what it looks like. But, you know, a 10-minute walk here or 15 minutes of yoga in the morning when you wake up can be something that can make can be made to work during your schedule during this time and it's also helping you just move movement is good it helps with our glucose our body uses excess glucose through our muscles um, it helps our livers if we are sweating and pushing you know things out of our lymphatic system we are helping our livers we're helping our drainage we're helping all of the things in our body that help us feel good and look good as well and even a little bit will do i think that sometimes can get into people's heads and they think well 10 minutes isn't enough five minutes isn't enough if you do like bursts of five minutes three times a day, that's 15 minutes. That's good enough for me. I mean, I think during this time we do our best, but doing a little bit definitely can mean a lot during this time. Again, it can be just as simple as taking, you know, seven minutes to just stretch and get some like breath and air into your body. It's not about necessarily working out, but it's about, you know, still cultivating time for movement because of how our bodies feel when we move with intention. And again, I'm not saying you have to do like a hit class if you don't want to treat yourself. It's the holidays. But, you know, I think treating yourself also does mean taking a little bit of time for the kind of movement that makes us feel good during a time that can kind of weigh us down. Acne isn't from dirty skin. And eczema isn't from something on your skin. Skin is healed from the inside out. In the skin class, I'm going to share how I healed my eczema naturally. From what I wish I knew before I started on this healing journey, my daily eczema healing routine, and every single product I used on and in my body. Recipes, including my homemade skin healing salve. This class will leave you feeling seen and like you finally have a real plan to heal. Head to BiancaOsborne.com forward slash go forward slash the skin class to join now. I think the important thing to remember is that feeling good and feeling energized over the holidays means that we can actually enjoy it. I know for me, when I'm starting to feel bogged down and tired, I don't want to go out. I don't want to go to that party, even though I do want to go to that party. It's just that I'm tired. And when we are mindful to do the things that put some energy back into our bodies, we can actually enjoy the time with our families and friends. It's such a unique time where people are in from out of town, you know, people that you wouldn't ordinarily see you get to see and break bread with and toast with and do all of these fun things with. And when we're tired and burnt out, we don't get to enjoy them fully. And so, you know, being mindful of sleep, you know, being mindful of movement, being mindful of your blood sugar and, you know, making sure to nourish your body during this time means that we can have more fun.
and I'm all about fun. For most of us, the true challenge of the holidays isn't physical. I mean, some of us are just like, you know, whatever. I get to January with the body and the vibe that I get to January with. But for a lot of us, it's an emotional thing, the holidays. Surviving and thriving during the holidays is a mental thing. It's, you know, maybe the first Christmas without a loved one, which is always hard. Maybe it's your family is less than supportive of maybe your lifestyle, or maybe they're always asking about things that they should get their nose out of. You know, we all have family like that. And the first thing that you want to do over this time is breathe. I think it's important to honor your emotions, whatever they are during the holidays. Trying to pretend to be happy just makes things worse. And I think during this time, there is a pressure to be like, oh my God, I love the holidays. I love Christmas. Christmas is amazing. And it's okay to be lukewarm about this holiday. If I'm being honest, I'm a Thanksgiving girl because it's all of the Christmas without all of the expectation and the spending. That being said, I mean, I love a holiday. I love them all, but I get it. Christmas can come with pressure. It can come with sadness, darkness, longing. Like there's so many things about Christmas that makes people cry and makes people feel upset. And so don't fake pretend that you're happy about this holiday if you're not. Someone says, oh my God, don't you just love the holidays? You have every right to say no. I don't. I can't wait till January. And for the world to just accept that. Don't try and change yourself. If you don't like the holidays, for whatever reason, give yourself and honor those emotions in that space. Feel it all. You know, cry, scream, but be honest about how you feel. Don't lie. Because the thing is, is I think to truly be able to enjoy anything, it comes from a place of honesty. And if you are pretending that you like the holidays, you probably never will like the holidays because it will always represent a time that you have to like fake it and act like you like something that you don't. But if you're just honest about, hey, I don't like the holidays, maybe one day you can be honest and say, I finally love the holidays. I don't know. But All I'm saying is that you have every right to feel whatever emotion you feel about Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, whatever, this time of year, and feel that. Breathe into it. Allow it to exist. You also want to set some boundaries. Now, this alone is the one thing that will save your holiday because, again, we all have aunties that ask questions they shouldn't ask. We have, you know, sister-in-laws or brother-in-laws that just, like, their mouths have no cover and you want them to shut up. And, like, there's just so many different things. The holidays sometimes require you to do the tough work of setting boundaries. Now, go back and listen to the Boundary Globe if you're really ready to set some boundaries this holiday season. But... You have to set boundaries with everyone. And if you haven't yet done so, the holidays are really going to bring into focus the people that need those boundaries set. Because you're going to see people that you haven't seen in a long time. You might see people that you only see during this time. And maybe one of the boundaries you set is that you no longer share certain things with certain people because when you see them at the holidays, it's always a thing. Maybe that's the boundary you said. It's a boundary with yourself. Maybe you say to your aunts this year, stop asking us when we're having kids. It's none of your business. Now, those aunts are going to clutch their pearls. They're going, oh, excuse me. They're going to give you that because they're aunts. They're nosy aunts. That's the vibe. But you have to set those boundaries and you have to set it out and you have to be very clear about it. Sometimes people like that don't understand the clarity. They feel like you're being mean or fast or wrong or whatever, but you got to do it. Now, sometimes you have to set boundaries with your friends. You know, 
I'm, you know, if you're maybe not drinking this holiday season, maybe you decided that you want to try sober living, you don't want to drink anymore. And maybe you have to set some boundaries with friends. I'm going to come to your party, but please don't offer me a drink. I'm going to come to your party and I'm going to bring a non-alcoholic thing. If it's like a served thing, can you get the server or the, the chef or whoever to serve me that instead? Those are boundaries. Those are lightweight ones, but they're also, again, boundaries that need to be set so that you can enjoy yourself. If you are trying sobriety on for size for the first time and you're going to parties and your friends are just like trying to get you to drink and trying to ply you with alcohol and it's making you really uncomfortable, but they didn't know not to do that, that's on you. You're the one who's wrecking your enjoyment. So you have to set that boundary um, with those people before the event happens so that you can enjoy yourself. You have to truly honor the space that you need to be your best over this time. And if that's not having a conversation about this with anyone in your family, let them know you don't want to have that conversation right now. You have to let them know. You have to set that boundary because once you set it and then they start to cross it and go over it, okay, that's another conversation. But if they don't know in the first place that that is an issue for you and that is a trigger for you and that is something that you don't want you know, crossed, you have to tell them that. If they don't know it, it's unfair for them to, for you to expect them to heed that. Um, and again, some people are going to bristle at these new boundaries, certainly if you are not conditioned to setting them with them. But you know what? It's the perfect energy. We're going into a new year. Why not set some clear boundaries to the people that need them and you go into the new year feeling light as a feather? I'm going to tell you something, and I hope that it frees a lot of people this holiday. And that is that you reserve the right 100% completely and fully to tap out. If you don't like the holidays, that's fine. You can loathe this time of year because that is well within your rights to do so. And you don't need to explain it to anybody. You can decide that you don't want to decorate. You don't want to talk about the holidays. You don't want to celebrate. You want to just like go for a dinner and a movie on Christmas day. You get to decide. The beautiful thing about life is that it's ours to design. We can do whatever we want with our lives. We have the agency. And if this holiday has, you know, had you in a chokehold and in a way that you don't like, and you're like, I don't really like Christmas. I don't like Hanukkah. I don't like any of these things. I don't want to do it. Don't. You don't have to. You absolutely don't have to do it. Look, the holidays are mostly a commercial entity. I mean, they've got me by the grasps, but I mean, I acknowledge that. Um, it doesn't need to be anything. It can just be December for you. And that's completely fine. I think that that's what, if that's what you want, allow yourself to want that and have that and work toward achieving that. You don't have to be a Christmas person. You don't have to be a Hanukkah person. You don't have to be a holiday person. You don't have to do any of this if you don't want to. Because if it hurts too bad or brings up memories or just does something to you that you don't like, don't do it. I mean, I wouldn't. It's my mom's favorite holiday and it would kill her inside if I said I tap out of Christmas. But look, I'm not living your life, so you can do whatever you want to do. And so let this be the permission that you needed if you wanted it to just say no. Say no to it all and just like live a regular December or better yet, book a flight, go somewhere. And like, just do December that way. Um, I actually knew someone who was Jehovah's Witness and therefore did not celebrate the holidays. And yeah, 
that person was in Hawaii for a full month every December and they loved it. So you could be that person. I mean, I feel like anyone would want to aspire to be someone who's just kicking it in Hawaii all December long. The holidays are well and truly here. And whether this time of year brings you joy or brings you ultimate malaise, I hope that I've given you what you need to make it to January physically and mentally in one piece. That's what it's all about. It really is about just getting to the new year and starting it feeling good mentally, physically, just feeling like, yes, I'm ready for the new year. So from my heart to yours, I hope that this season is everything that you want it to be and more. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Glow Up Tips for the Girls podcast. If you like this podcast, and I really hope you do, please leave me a rating, a review, subscribe, share. I mean, open your window and just scream out, listen to this podcast. And if you have any feedback for me, please join me on Instagram at Bianca.Osborne and you can give it to me there. The good, the bad, the ugly, I welcome it all. From my lips to your ears, shine on. See you next time.